0: we have people ask like, well, what's the pitch? What can you do for us? How much is it? And they are just like, this is not what this executive briefing is about. You have to draw a really clear line in the sand to create that integrity and to create that space. But you know you've done it right when people are asking that question though. Is your current success putting a lot of demands on you? If you're good at what you do and you are, then everyone wants you, but that's no way to scale. If you're delivering spectacular results, you should be commanding higher fees, working with only the best clients. Welcome to the Hands Off CEO Podcast, where world-class agency owners and consultants learn how to fully monetize their expertise and scale profits by doing less. Here's your host, Mandy Ellefson. Hello, this is Mandy Ellefson, host of the Hands Off CEO Podcast. Today, our podcast episode is on how to scale your consulting agency using ice-cold leads from LinkedIn, from cold email, really basically from any channel that, um, where, where your ideal prospects hang out. So I am a little bit reluctant to release this episode, if I'm being honest. So my team really liked the short presentation that I did a while ago and, and thought that we should air this. The audio quality is just kind of hit or miss. It's not my favorite as far as that goes. But the content is really good. And I've had probably dozens of people ask me to um, share this video with them. So it might be a good idea for us to share on our podcast as well. But I want to just share the reason why I was hesitant with it. So first of all, what we do at Hands Off CEO, it's not primarily about lead generation. But one thing I've discovered over the years and becoming an expert in lead generation for our own company is that we are better at that than most companies that serve consulting agencies. And so what we've found is that we've done a lot of work with our clients in this area, just because just frustration with the market, not having very good solutions, if I'm being quite honest with it. And this is from hiring. I mean, we've probably hired a dozen different um, agencies over the years that have helped us with LinkedIn or with cold email Sure, We've tried paid ads in the past too. And here's the thing is, is we've been able to have success in most of those areas on some level. And what will happen is, is that like with any marketing message, it hits a peak, you're able to ride it out for a while and the market changes and you need to change with it. But one thing I've found is that a lot of marketing and lead generation companies aren't very good at being able to pivot with that. And they're able to generate results for a while and then they move past it. In a way, it's kind of like a one hit wonder where they get to a certain point. And this is one of the things that I really learned how to become an exceptional marketer out of necessity so that my company would be successful. So over the years, I've learned how to really master direct outreach. And one of the things I love about direct outreach is that you can literally make money in a matter of just a couple of weeks, like really fast. If you're in a bind and you need to be bringing on more clients. Now, I think that's a really good strategy to be using as you're building up your company or at times where you need to to test new offers, at times where you're pivoting your company, and there are times to kind of bring that startup mentality back. Now, that being said, that doesn't scale and it can really wear you out pretty quick. But one of the things I found is that there's a lot of mindsets that you can learn from direct outreach that I studied under an absolute master in direct sales. I wouldn't even call it direct sales, but he called it spotlighting and being able to very directly target a prospect and reach out to them, generate conversations, generate value, and really get into a conversation where you can see if there's a way to add value. That process, it works. You get to a point in your business where you're no longer willing to do that because, you know, your time, the energy, the amount it takes, and Certainly, you can hire people on your team to do it, but I will just tell you what, it doesn't work nearly as well to have other people on your team do it as the founder and CEO. And Those are some things I've found, but I'm always open to being wrong. I very often find that, certain, things that, that I, certain beliefs that I had that weren't possible have just been shattered later on. So I'm always open to being wrong and seeing better ways to do things. But I just wanted to share this outline of five variables to make cold outreach work. Now, this is important because we want to move away from reliance on referrals. Referrals are great, but as I explain later in this episode, there are some challenges with referrals and there are challenges that make it very difficult for your company to be sustainable if that is the only lead source that you have. So I would look at referrals as being a way to supplement and also a way to use it to really target the right prospects. But get them further up the funnel and i talk a little bit about the funnel in here and when i first recorded this there was actually a video with it so in the show notes we'll actually provide a link to the youtube video where you can see the pictures on it if you want to i'm just going to share this with you the five variables really quick so that you can listen for them as i'm going through this so there are five variables to make this work you don't have to get all five variables right you can build on them and the great thing i know mean, i was mentioning the 80 20 rule this is we really want to just know what are the top things to really focus on and that's the biggest thing that we work with our clients on. So I mentioned before we're, our primary focus in our company is not business development because the reality is is the clients that come to us are oftentimes generating new leads is not their biggest problem. Their biggest problem is is that they have more work that they can do with the time that they have. They're having capacity issues. They don't have enough team but at the same time that sometimes they're concerned about the profitability as they're hiring more people and they're looking at this and really nervous about scaling up and making sure it's going to be sustainable. And that's, and, but more importantly than anything is, is that they can do it in a way where they actually don't become a slave to their company. They want to make sure that as they are scaling their company, they're actually scaling and not just growing that they're actually, the company can scale beyond their hours and that they can be working the same amount or actually even less hours as they're continuing to scale their company. So, I share that with you because the things that we focus most on are these two aspects of these two variables to make it work. And I'll point those out in a minute. So here's the five variables to make this work. And I'm going to be talking through like the, the, how it all fits together, but I just wanted to share that with you first. So uh, the five variables, the first one is targeting. Targeting is critical and attention grabbing hook. So what is it that's going to actually be pulling in your ideal prospects and getting them to raise their hand. And then, um, a compelling nurturing process to educate and build desire. Lots of different ways to do that. And we'll go into that just a little bit. And then an irresistible offer. This also is critical. If you have a really good irresistible offer, you don't have to be that good at selling because your service will sell itself and they'll be able to see the outcome of that. And that you're really selling an outcome. You're selling your services as a growth partner for them and they can see what they'll get out of working with you as opposed to just, you know, we sell these deliverables, we sell these campaigns, we sell this advertising, we sell this or that. Like your prospects have a hard time being able to differentiate you from other service providers if you're just selling deliverables like everyone else. So really, when you have that targeting right, when you have the irresistible offer and you know who it's for and and what they get under what conditions, that's when it can be very compelling. So that's the fourth thing the irresistible offer. And the fifth is qualification process that paints An expansive vision. And I talk about a little bit more about why that's so important and how that allows you to be able to just pick and choose the clients that you want to work with. Hope you enjoy this podcast episode. Thanks for your patience on it, being the audio being not perfect, but I think the content in it will be well worth the listen. I'd love to hear what your thoughts are. You can reach out to me, Mandy at handsoffceo.com, Mandy with an I, M A N D I at handsoffceo.com enjoy the rest of the episode. So, how to generate leads from ice cold sources like LinkedIn and cold email, how to warm them up and get them eager to hear an offer from you and how to also get the cycle happening in as little as 2 weeks. Now, obviously that's not going to be working for every business for 2 weeks, but I didn't think this was possible either when we were first testing it. So, Whatever you think is possible is possible. It can kind of come down to that. So there are five variables that we've seen. Now, we work with consulting agencies. That's hands off CEO. That's what we do is we work with consulting agencies to help them scale multimillion dollar companies that can run without them. Now, the reason why I'm sharing that is that most of our clients do not actually have all five of these things in place. And they're not actually using as detailed a process as we're using here because the reality is, is just two or three of these things blows up their business with more business than they can handle. At the moment. So if you're looking at adding hundreds of thousands of dollars over the next 12 months, you probably only need to do two or three of these. If you want to add millions of dollars, you probably need to do five of them. So here are the three different phases, attract, nurture and close and for cold traffic. So I have spent 10 years testing what actually takes to be able to generate cold traffic and get them warmed up and actually be asking you for an offer in a very short amount of time. This is what we've seen works. Now, contrast and compare this to the referral sales cycle, which jumps just from referral to the sales call. Now, there are some challenges to that, which obviously not every referral is going to be excited about jumping on a sales call with you. So, here are some of the challenges with referrals: is that you're familiar with this marketing funnel, of course, and the vast majority of business and leads are going to be the consideration, interest, and awareness, like in the higher level of these stages. So when we're focusing in just on referrals, the challenge is that we are eliminating the vast majority of the market. And part of this challenge too with referrals is that it can leave you in a place where your business is not differentiated enough, which can drive down prices and your fees and also erode away at your profits oftentimes this can actually lead to a longer sales cycle. Referrals can generate a longer sales cycle. Sometimes it's a lot shorter too, but the challenge is is that it is at the whim of others. It's at the whim of your clients. It's at the whim of your colleagues. And really it's out of your control and it can create insufficient leads to be able to generate your growth targets. And also because they're further down this funnel here, most of them are going to be at the evaluating stage where there can be a lot of competition. And you can find yourself in these RFP battles, which is just really not fun, right? And it can be an enormous waste of time and then also set up client engagements for them to say jump and you to say how high, which is a very difficult place to be, being in a place to be able to scale your company. The other thing is, is that when you're jumping right from just a referral to a sales call also can feel pretty high pressure for the prospect, the person who was referred to you, which is oftentimes why they might not want to get on the phone with you right away. The other side of this is it's very dependent on the CEO and your network, which means that you're picking up every one of those calls. It also means that if you're the one closing the sales, they're going to expect you to be the one delivering it too. Also, the quality can vary considerably. And what it looks like is oftentimes you solving all these different problems for these different prospects that come to you. And it can be very reactive growth. And there's so much variation that it can be really just hard to scale. So what we find works better is to be able to take control of your marketing and selling process and really be able to drive a lot more leads so that you can turn away 80% of leads that come to your business and really just cherry pick and choose the ones you want to work with. Actually, my company, Hands Off CEO, we turn away at least 80% of the leads that come to us. And we can do that because we're very intentional about who we're targeting, what they need to have in place. and it really flips the switch where they're the ones who are like, do I qualify? Can um, this work for me? It's definitely a much more fun place to be generating business from. So there's the attract, generating traffic, nurture, and close. So as marketing professionals, a number of you are marketing professionals, some of this is going to be review, but but it's a little bit different for consulting agencies because we have high ticket services and the way your clients buy very oftentimes is different than the way that your client's customers buy when you're helping them grow their company. Anyway, there are a number of different leads that you can be using. I'm using some examples here with cold traffic from um, a cold email, LinkedIn, paid ads. Paid ads really take a long time to make work. And I actually find that LinkedIn and cold email is significantly easier to get working. You don't have to have nearly as many pieces dialed in to see results. Paid ads are definitely very scalable and they can be great to be using once you've dialed in some of these other pieces. Dream 100 is amazing because you can just pick and choose exactly who you want to work with, but it takes putting together the systems to be able to generate those to create that goodwill and those relationships over time. Anyway, whatever source, the lead source, it doesn't really matter as long as your ideal clients hang out there. Oftentimes what we find works the best is having some kind of hook that's going to make them want to get on a 15-minute call with you. And by the way, the call could actually even be like, hey, I have some thoughts for you, how you can make things better in your business. Sometimes that's appropriate, actually. Now, it can go to this 15-minute call, then that call can lead them into an executive briefing. The executive briefing is really just informative and it's an opportunity for you to really help your prospects understand their problem at a deeper level and they could possibly understand it on their own and show them an alternative way to be able to approach it and generate much better results. How you do that is through case studies. And you show your process, but you show your process and the outcomes your clients get, and you're teaching it through case studies. So if you want to see an example of that, we have an executive briefing that we do that you can sign up for. So from the nursery at that point, the executive briefing, none of that, there is absolutely no selling that goes on there. Actually, in our executive briefing, we have people ask like, well, what's the pitch? What can you do for us? How much is it? And they are just like, this is not what this executive briefing is about. You have to draw a really clear line in the sand to create that integrity and to create that space. But you know you've done it right when people are asking that question, though. And then that naturally leads into a conversation that they're asking for that they want. And what we call ours is a scalable growth visioning session. And really, the whole point of it for us is to help. Prospects to see a bigger vision than they could possibly see on their own and to evaluate whether we can actually help them accomplish that or not. If not, we'll make a referral. We maybe offer them something a little bit different offer if there is something that actually can fit for them. But at this point, it's very important to help them to sell a bigger vision and also to have the integrity to say no. To say no. This is so critical and unfortunately, the vast majority of the market is not doing this. It drives me crazy because if you just get your targeting down and if you just focus on results and you just dial this in, then you don't ever have to work with clients that you can't generate results for. it's just so much more fun when you do it this way. So as I was sharing before, there's five variables to make this work. We talk about these in our, our executive briefing that we have, but you need to get the targeting right. The targeting is so critical and the targeting How do you know what the targeting is? Well, you have to be really clear on who you can do your best work for under what circumstances and what are they going to get working with you over the course of 12 months with your company? Um, You need an attention grabbing hook and I'll give you an example of that in just a moment. You need a compelling nurturing process to educate and build desire. Our example of that is executive briefing. There's lots of ways to do that, but we find the executive briefing is really good for high ticket services where there's complexity to it. And where you have high-level clients who need to see that this is different than all the other snake oil that is being pitched out there, and you need to have an irresistible offer—an offer that your prospects are like, "I want this. I hope I fit. I hope I qualify this for for this." And an offer that preferably has a guarantee. Our guarantee: we have 5x ROI guarantee. We also have 100% happiness guarantee. I mean, that's not necessarily the offer, but it definitely helps us to be able to get people interested and hooked onto the calls. It helps us be able to generate a lot more leads. Obviously, you have to have your systems in place to be able to make that work and qualifying your clients. But I think that just goes without saying because it's just the right thing to do. And then a qualification process that really paints an expansive vision, and I already talked about that. So now the hook I was mentioning, so our executive briefing, 5X, that's to scale to $100,000 a month in profits and beyond. If you want to see how this process work, how we orchestrate this process, you can come to one of our next executive briefings at handsoffceo.com forward slash briefing, and you can see our whole process and how we use case studies to be able to build desire and to be able to showcase a bigger, more expansive vision. So hope this was valuable for you. We are absolutely seeing work for high-ticket sales going from in a two week period of time from cold sources. And we've been seeing that for a number of years, but we've just keep dialing in, keep dialing it in, keep, keep dialing it in. And I hope this was helpful for you. And I hope to see you on one of our next executive briefings.